Hey everyone, I'm Maureen. And I'm Bray. And welcome to the Out of Your League podcast. The podcast for those who think talking about sports is out of their league. Each week, we are here to give you the basics about what is going on in the sports world. And teach you a phrase or rule to boost your sports IQ. Let's get into it. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Out of Your League podcast. Um, Mo, it was so nice to see you last week. I miss you, but I'm glad I get to see your face right now. I know. It was so lovely having you back in New York. I miss you already. Do you peep the, the, the Mets, Mets hat, hat we got going on? Of course I do. At Very first, funny. I couldn't see the full logo, and it looks, through Zoom, it looks like a black hat, so I was very confused. Because when I could only see the top of it, it looked <laughs> almost like a White Sox hat. And I was like, what is on your head, Brianna? Oh interesting now it is but then you moved and I I saw it for anyone no one can see me obviously but I got it at the Mets game last week uh tell everyone about your experience in person it was incredible it was absolutely incredible almost didn't get to go because I didn't get my COVID test back in time for the game but we figured it out made it got to go in but it was great city field felt super safe everything they had in place was like a incredible socially distanced seating spaced out lines like limited capacity if you want to go into like the merch store it was great the Mets won in the ninth inning what more could you ask it was a beautiful 65 degree day like what more could you ask for for opening day of baseball did you have a nice cold beer ice cold beer got some shake uh, shack it was like oh <laughs> the drink it had the day off of work shake shack there at city field yeah damn Got a nice it's not as bougie. burger, fries, cold beer, beautiful view. Living the dream. Day. It was really like the ideal day. So like when our stadium's going to open everywhere? Let's talk about that. Well, hopefully it'll open for more people, more capacity. Because it was like very, very distant seating, like two people per row. So hopefully they'll be able to go back to the above 20% capacity. But the players will hopefully get their whatever their protocol, their rules loosened up a little bit as more people get vaccinated. So as more players get vaccinated. Yes. Yeah. So if we want to jump into our, you know, cause I'm just so jazzed about baseball. We'll just jump into the first story we want to talk about this week. So there is, I guess, I don't know if it's like a rule book, whatever that, As players become more vaccinated, 85% of players and like staff would need to get the vaccine and wait like the two week period after they both, you know, both vaccines to kind of loosen up how things are going. So right now they have to be wearing masks in the dugout and the bullpen. They have tracing devices. They have like, it's just like very strict rules going on, obviously. So people don't catch the virus and delay games but this kind of thing is encouraging everybody to get the vaccine so that way they'll be able to hang out again you would have like pool tables you know they want to go play pool with the their uh the players they want well remember when we talked about the world not the world series but the end of the last season all the people that made it to the playoffs they weren't allowed to celebrate with alcohol because they said that would draw in too much potential 
non-COVID safe activities. Right. Like they don't no get champagne to- popping in the clubhouse. Like that's Anything. depressing. That like that is crazy to me. We need to have champagne popping in the clubhouse again. We must like, have champagne popping in the clubhouse. Like must. So that's priority. That's the thing. So they it says like once this eighty five percent threshold is reached, anybody who's fully vaccinated would be able to eat and drink on their flights. They'd be able to gather in indoor spaces in the hotels. Like they'd be able to carpool together. Right now they can't even go in a car together. So that was kind of like put into place to hopefully get some rules to loosen up. And I'm, I'm assuming or hoping that as the world gets more vaccinated, um, the capacity will increase for games and stuff too, because it was empty in there. Nice for me. Cause I didn't wait in, in the line for Shake Shack, but weird. <laughs> it's like no lines for the bathroom, no lines for beer, but a very, very empty stadium. So hopefully we'll start to see everybody loosen up a little bit. Little bit. Speaking of my Mets, had to do it. They're currently in first place. How amped are you, Bree? I'm very amped. Um, I mean, it's a it's a very weird season. Like, you know how we were saying with um college basketball, it was like a very weird season because some teams had more games and some teams had less games, so it was like hard to really judge. That's yeah. kind of where we're at right now with baseball, because like For example, Yankees are second to last in their division right now with a five and seven record. Mets are in first place with a five and three record. So like they just haven't played as many games as the Yankees have played. So it's not like quite the fair comparison. Um, Yeah, like if the Mets play another four games and lose all of them, then they would be tied with the record for the Yankees. Yeah, right. Like I really wanted to like laugh at it but it's not fair for me to compare the two (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean it's different because it's going to be similar to as you said college basketball but what's different is they're going to play a regularly paced season this year because last season it was I mean it was obviously picked up again in the middle of the summer so they had a very short expedited season so that was weird so we're having a full length, full normal paced season for baseball right. this year. But as COVID cases pop up, as they need to cancel for precautions, you are going to get um, some situations where you're going to have a little bit of uneven records. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened here. Like the first series of the Mets game got postponed due to precautions over COVID. So it's like how they had a double header yesterday just, you know, trying to figure out how to get squeeze in 162 games, but also be weary of COVID. So but for right now, you can say that the message right now <laughs> we'll just take that, savor that a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For now. Um, and then the next story introduces a lesson of the week, which we we've kind of skipped the past few weeks. I know. But now we're in we're in baseball season, so we need a little refresher of some terminology so I thought we could talk about what a no hitter is this week yeah I think um, it's a great lesson of the week I thought you know it doesn't happen very often so it's not like people are going to hear the term all the time but when you do hear it you want to know what it means so that's a game in which the team is not able to record a single hit throughout the entire game and a hit is when the batter makes it to first base without, you know, getting a foul, getting whatever. So 
a no hitter is when that does not take place. There's not a single batter who makes it onto any of the bases throughout the whole nine innings. Um, does not happen very often. It's very rare when this takes place. And Carlos Rodin of the White Sox, which is why when you're like, oh, it looks like you have a White Sox hat on. I'm like, actually, we have to talk about the White Sox today. Um, so he threw a no hitter yesterday. It's the 20th time in history for the White Sox specifically that someone has done that. Um, and they won the game eight to zero. So pretty impressive. Yeah. He's a lefty too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And as you said, Bree, it doesn't happen a lot, but he's now the second pitcher of 2021 to throw a no hitter because mm. Padres. Joe Musgrove did it last Friday. It's always so exciting. Like, I feel like it hasn't happened for the Mets in a long time. I actually was at a game six years, six years ago, I think, when the pitcher on the Mets threw a no-hitter. But it's, like, so cool. Like, I get so, like, pumped as the innings go on. I'm like, oh, my God, are they really going to do it? Like, are they not going to allow a single hit the entire game? No, it's really exciting. But if we're on the – but if we're on the track of explaining a no hitter, I think we need to explain the difference between a no hitter and a perfect game. Ooh, I think that would be important to layer on in this lesson. Both the pitchers that we just discussed threw a no hitter, but they threw a pitch that hit a player. Yes. So if someone gets hit, they like automatically get a base. Right. So they both threw no hitters because they weren't able to throw a ball that someone was able to hit and get them to a base. Right. Like but the pitchers did each hit one person of the opposite team. Right. Like Carlos Rodan we were just talking about. He hit someone on the Cleveland in the toe. Mm. And right in the big toe. And so he was just one pitch away from a perfect game, but it was still considered a no, a no hitter because hit, no one hit. Right. Okay. Very, that very impressive. <laughs> always very exciting to see a, a no hitter for a pitcher. I always get very excited for them. Yeah. Um, and other victories. Should we talk about the masters? Yes. Very exciting. I got to catch the tail end of it Sunday when I got back to Nash and I watched a little bit of it flipping through, hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in there. It's a perfect sport to watch when you're hungover. It like doesn't take too too much like uh like brain power. It's like you just it's a pretty slow game. No, it was interesting. You know, watch the Masters. I watched Legally Blonde. Went back to the Masters. Makes sense. Perfect. Same thing. Same Perfect. Thing. Hungover TV day. Same exact thing on TV. <laughs> Love it. Um, so we had Hideki Matsuyama win the Masters this Sunday. And why this is so especially exciting is he is the first Japanese man to win a golf major championship. So it was just very exciting already just to be the person who wins the masters, but knowing that he is literally making history with this win is just so exciting. Yeah. He said that there, I mean, the victory went all throughout Japan. He was very excited to be a role model for, 
you know, young kids in Japan who wanted to make it into the golf industry. And he honestly just said he, he couldn't even really process it. He was so overwhelmed with just gratitude and it's just so sweet. Yeah. His reaction was so cute when I saw it, like he was walking off the course and like, I feel like guys always do this. Like they're trying to like keep their composure, but like you could see the tears and his caddy bowed to the course, like, you know, showing respect. It was like just so cute. And I was so happy for him and he crushed it. Like he absolutely crushed it. And I'm just excited for him. Tiger Woods um, tweeted out like a congratulations to him, whatever, um, which is cool to like see one of the, the greats show him some, some respect, but. And that tiger was healthy enough to be on his phone. <laughs> yeah. To hold that phone up. We like hold the phone up. We like to see that. <laughs> Good news there. Good news. Um, but very, very exciting for him. I'm excited to see where his career goes. So as one athlete's career seems to be, you know, just blossoming, another athlete's career is, is coming to an end as Julian Edelman um, announces he is retiring after 12 years with the New England Patriots. So, this yeah. shook a lot of people. Everyone was shocked. Ugh. I know there was rumors about, you know, potential injury limiting him, his ability to play next season. But yeah. I think everyone still thought he was going to have some more seasons left in him. I know a lot of Patriots fans were very devastated. I know that like reaction was intense for him retiring, which I think just shows like no one really saw it coming. Um, I don't know. He's, it seemed like his heart was still in it. I don't, I don't obviously know the extent to how bad the injuries truly were, but I just thought he still wanted to play, but sometimes it's too much. And um, I feel sad. I, it's just like always hard. I feel like when you like these bigger names, like the people you've watched play, at least, you know, for the over the last few years, like names we've talked about a lot retire because like they're always fun to watch. So, yeah, I mean, he's done a lot in his career. He, he has the Super Bowl rings to prove it, that he's been very successful, um, you know, especially with that team that he's been able to be a part of. But it was cute. Did you see um, the Instagram post that Tom Tom Brady? Yes, the Tom Brady post. I was just going to say that. Very cute. Like seeing all the athletes responses to him retiring and how affected they were by it is, is very adorable from my, from my side. And he seemed like Tom Brady was talking about his daughter and you know, how close they were with, with Edelman. So cute, weird, but I mean, excited for whatever he does. I feel like they always still tend to stay connected to the sports world. So I'm sure we'll still see him doing something even if he is not playing anymore. And just following up on NFL, just want to give a real quick update to everyone that the draft is coming up fast and furious. It is not, not next week, but the week after it's starts Thursday, April 29th and goes through Saturday, May 1st. And just want to let everyone know that it's coming so that they can be prepared to just see how some of the team changes shake out and just want to let everyone know who some of the top picks are. I know we talked about this a lot throughout the season that the Jaguars get the first pick because they sucked the most this year. The, the Jaguars? The Jaguars. 
<laughs> Goodbye. Yes, <This> Brianna. <laughs> if you're new to this, Brie cannot pronounce jaguars, so she says jaguars. It sounds right in my head. It sounds right, but it is not. Um, and they have the first pick, and they are, as everyone is anticipating, it would be crazy if they didn't. Going to draft Trevor Lawrence, who we should talk about maybe when we get to locker room talk, but he got married this weekend. Oh, he did? He did. Yes, we'll, we'll have to. Let's talk about that briefly. Circle. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Circle back. So definitely the Jaguars are going to pick Trevor Lawrence, number one draft pick, quarterback for Clemson. Then whoever has a second pick, we already spoke about this last week, but it's the Jets. We know that they no longer have their lead quarterback, Sam Darnold, and they'll need to be picking up a quarterback. Anyone who's a Jets fan, it's rumors that they're going to pick up Zach Wilson. And then the third pick goes to the 49ers. You know, there's rumors they're going to pick up another quarterback, um, which I don't think they're trying to replace their current quarterback. If you remember where the 49ers went to the Super Bowl two years ago, it was kind of led by their star QB, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't think there's, I don't think there's thoughts that he's not going to be starting anymore for the 49ers, but I think they're going to pack, pick up a really strong backup QB. Yeah, I think just with like the injuries that happened this year, not that any of them were serious, but they just want to make sure they've got someone locked in um, for backup. Yeah, and not that it really matters, but some people think they're going to take Justin Fields, which is another top quarterback draft pick. But there is rumor someone who says that he's really close to the coach, which is Kyle Shanahan, says that they're going to draft Mac Jones, who is on Alabama. So, I mean, we'll find out. But everyone is looking for some some qbs this year um, and then just seems like the uh the chase right now is everyone trying to pick up strong q after like this nfl season it feels like everyone's just building their team around a very very strong qb yeah and i mean with that too there's so many shifts around like for example like the Panthers just took Sam Darnold from the Jets and the Panthers current quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater, um, who always, I feel like his name sounds like he should be a president and not a football player. Teddy Bridgewater, right? Like it just sounds like the Bridgewater. Theodore Bridgewater. I don't know. Yes. Right. But he, he's sitting there like you guys just drafted another quarterback, but the Panthers are letting Teddy Bridgewater speak and other people think that he's going to get drafted by the Broncos this week. So, you know, just look out everyone. There's going to be a bunch of switcheroonies all over here. We got people moving around, moving about. We have the draft so soon. It's going to be interesting. So just keep your eyes open. And I just do want to mention if you are a Giants fan, go blue we have six picks total, so we get to pick six times in this draft. Um, but in the first round, we are going to be the 11th pick. And, you know, really our main goal here is to give some support to our boy, Daniel Jones. The coaching staff still has all faith in him. Um, I know that all the blue fans are not feeling that faith all the time, but they're just looking to really get him some support. We definitely need another wide receiver. We definitely need to beef up more of our O-line to get him some 
some support um, from an offensive protection, which I think we did a good job picking up some key members in the draft last year. So, you know, we'll have to see how it gets taken. We got this. This is our year. I say that every year. (laughs) All right. So next I wanted to quickly just recap the power rankings for NHL because they had their trade deadline this past week on April 12th. You know, a lot of players moved around. There's just been a lot of shifts going on with that trade deadline. So I wanted to recap where we were. Um, So in first, you know, not first place, but like first in the power rankings, you have the Colorado Rockies. Then you have the Washington Capitals, which has they've been doing well this whole year, and they picked up some good players with that trade deadline going on. Um, you have the Vegas Golden Knights, the Toronto Maple Leafs coming in in fourth. And I just want to quickly point out that the Islanders are ranked seventh place in that power ranking. So they're still up there um, playing very well, and definitely I, I see them being playoff contenders. So, very uh, good year for New York hockey, at least for the Islanders. All right, let's get into locker room talk. We already alluded to it, but Trevor Lawrence, all-star, former now QB for the for Clemson, right. now the number one draft pick, you know, potentially going to be a Jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar, my favorite team. Your favorite team, the Jaguars. Really, truly my favorite got married this weekend. Everyone was really excited before him for him because it was rumored that, you know, he was him and his now wife were very religious. Everyone was at least in college. I don't know if it was everywhere, but I know some family friends in college that were having parties for him about how he can finally get laid. Oh, <laughs> One of those, huh? They could potentially be one of those couples. I don't know if that's a real thing, but people were, you know, talking about how they were amped for him to get married so he could swipe his V-card. Who knows if that had already been taken, but that was kind of the reverse. People were really excited for him this weekend to be able to do the deed, consummate the marriage, make it all happen, but... Um, it was a beautiful wedding. If you haven't um, okay. seen it, you can go to Trevor Lawrence's Instagram or you can go to his wife, Marissa. She already changed her name, Marissa Lawrence's Instagram. Very, very beautiful really? wedding. I thought her dress was like very nice. Um, there was some like side boob, like in church. Yes, it was really? like a little distasteful, some side boob oh, in yeah. church, but um, I still think it was very nice. It was like a little, I don't know, fabrics, like a like a silk, a sh- I don't know, some sort of looked like silk, like kind yeah, of. I mean, she looks, she looks stunning. It just definitely. She looks absolutely stunning. A lot of skin. I would have loved if he did something with his hair for the wedding. Same. It looks like moist. Yeah, a little st- more styling, a little volume, maybe something. It would be great if he had some volume. It is just like flat. It looks like he, he just tried to like whip the ends. Yeah. It's kind of given me like. I don't, I don't know. It looks like a high school boy who like is running late to school and just like hopped out of the shower. Out of the shower and it's like half dried. It's like half dried. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, 
So yeah, obviously I didn't think he was going to put like some curls in his hair for, but like <laughs> a blowout. Could maybe give him a blowout. Yeah, something. I mean, like, very he clearly cute. did not do his hair. Like it's so eminent in your wedding photos, dude. He did not. She looks beautiful though. She looks absolutely stunning. It is wild though when like we're talking about him getting engaged. Like I don't mean to like harp on his wedding forever, but it's like so cute. And then I'm like, oh my God, he just graduated college. Like he's so Oh yeah, they're small children. Yes. He proposed in college. Like where we're from, that just like doesn't that doesn't really happen. So well, I think like, she graduated a year ahead of him. I don't know if that's true, but they've been dating for like five years. So it's cute. And now her man's going to the NFL. Would you look at that? Life could not could not be better for them. And um, Bree, just to continue on your pun, as one marriage begins, another, another relationship. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I hate to transition so negatively. <laughs> but yes, unfortunately, another um, relationship is splitting up. It's been kind of like talked about for a while now, um, but A-Rod and J-Lo have officially announced that they are ending their engagement. Um, she said today that they are better off as friends and, you know, that's what they'll continue to work on. Um, last month, they there was announcements made more by, like, the media than them specifically that they had ended their engagement. She came back out and was like, no, no, we're just working through things. But it came out today officially that um they are no more so yeah I'm kind of shocked I really did think it was a media rumor like I thought they would work it out you know I didn't think that they rushed into their relationship they dated for two years they both have had previous marriages they know what they want and it seemed like I was just impressed by they seemed so similar in the sense they were very they had their own businesses. They were very, you know, like, I don't know. They just seemed, they, their kids got along. They, they just seemed like two very powerful people in their own industries coming together. Just to be like this super duo. Power um, couple, yeah. Power, cu- thank you. I was like, I couldn't think of the correct Super duo. Word. A super duo, a power couple. Thank you. Um, So I'm just like a little sad. I think it, like, obviously, you know, they know what's best for themselves, but they did seem really happy together. And I was just always impressed by like how good at everything, you know, they were, but. Yeah. Well, we wish them the best. And to kind of end the podcast full circle, A-Rod tweeted today, congratulating Carlos Rodin on his. Uh no no hitter (laughs) so comes right on full circle (laughs) well i'm sure he was super excited to get tweeted at by a rod you know one of the greatest so very cool there and i think that uh that wraps up this week's episode um keep checking in on our instagram you know if anything big happens we always like to post it up there if there's anything else you want to hear just shoot us a dm And we will be back next week with the latest episode. We are out of here.